0: Welcome to the Choose Life Radio Network. Your host is Jill Taylor. Every week we bring you a candid conversation with someone who's making a difference for the cause of life. And now here's Jill to introduce today's guest on Choose Life Radio.
1: Have you ever wondered about the signs of end times? Or just even tried to figure out how this nation of ours seems to be falling away from God at warp speed? So, welcome to Choose Life Radio. I'm your host, Jill Taylor. Grateful you are with me today to hear our guest, Jonathan Kahn who is a prolific author of seven, nine books. I don't know how many books you've written, Jonathan. Not, not,
2: not yet, but maybe, I think, six. Six. <laughs> I'm going on seven.
1: But you've also written handbooks that go with them, and, and it, it's just yeah, really great what you provide.
2: That's true. That's true. Yeah. You're right, Jill. <laughs> I didn't
1: realize it. You didn't realize how wonderful you were. No, no please. <laughs> So I read The Harbinger, the first book that you wrote on that topic with that name, and it's just spellbinding. It's something you can jump into and you feel like you're there with the people who are talking. Such good talent you have, sir.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you, Jill. You know, basically, I had never written a book before The Harbinger. That began, that whole revelation began while I was standing at Ground Zero. And something said, you you know, I was looking at a tree, and something said, there's something there you and it became this mystery that kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, this biblical mystery concerning the judgment of nations and what is now replaying the exact biblical template in America. And really, the book just wrote itself. I mean, I just started writing, it was the easy. it just flowed onto the paper. So, um, you know, it was totally the Lord.
1: Well, and you didn't stop there. You've just done your sequel to it, and that's The Harbinger Two. And I'd love to talk about that today with our listener. What does it reveal to the person who's reading?
2: Yeah, the harbinger, too, is revealing... Well, first of all, it takes up where the harbinger let off. You know, I always knew that there was going to be a sequel because the harbinger is the revealing of the beginning of the mystery of judgment unfolding on a nation that is, as you said, racing away from God, and that's America now. And all the the signs, there were nine harbingers or signs that appeared in the last days of ancient Israel warning them of coming judgment or and calling them to turn back. Well, those same exact signs, harbingers, have appeared on American soil. But they haven't stopped. It's the beginning. The harbingers, the beginning of this template, and we have been following the path of ancient Israel in its last days. That's the scary thing. And the harbingers have not stopped since I wrote the book. Then wrote the harbinger, they have not stopped, so the harbinger too is revealing one is what has happened since the harbinger Have other signs appeared warning us and what are they, and where are we in that also, Jill, when I wrote the Harbinger, there was so much that I could not put in the book in fact there was more that I couldn't put in the harbinger than I could um, and that are missed myst- that are basically these mysteries of, of, uh, from the Bible of what's happening now in America and that are affecting us now so one part the first part is called the unrevealed which are things that happened beginning with 9/11 which is key in this but that are affecting us now that I never revealed the second part is what has happened since're from there and the third part is where we are right now are there signs happening right now is what's happening to America We've never had a shaking like we have had in the last year. Is there a biblical mystery behind it? What does it mean? Where are we heading? And what do we need to know as believers for the days ahead and to stand strong in what is coming?
1: For the listener that's with us and doesn't really understand the word harbinger, I just want to give you a quick thought on that it's really to pioneer something it's something that foreshadows a future event something that gives an anticipatory sign of what is yet to come so as we're reading this book and you're giving us those signs you're also saying it's happening around us so look around our world and understand what it is that's taking place help us look more carefully
2: yeah jill and you know what happened is that when I said that, I've never held back on writing a book for eight years, and that's what I did with this, because I always knew there was going to come a time where I had to write the follow-up, what was going to happen. But I couldn't just write it at any time. It, is, it was dependent on what was happening, as you just said, what the signs, What is what will be happening in America. And when I was praying at the end of 2019 about, Lord, what's the next book?, I got very clearly that it was it and the year to come which was 2020 it was going to start in 2020 that it was going to be a year of great shaking and I shared this publicly and the shakings were going to be the resuming of the mystery that began in the Harbinger and therefore that I had to write and let his people know and think the warning and preparing for what's said. and so I started writing it in January of 2020 and then like three months later you know everything came you know the coronavirus everything began so uh, I've never had had this with any book you know Holding back and knowing that it was for this exact moment.
1: The central scripture that you have in the Harbinger is from Isaiah nine ten. Yes, uh, talk to me a little bit about that scripture.
2: Isaiah nine ten is speaking about that first strike or the first warning in this biblical template of judgment. And what happens is that years before the, the great shakings come upon the nation, there is an initial, I mean, and this is the biblical template, there's an initial warning, a wake-up call. And it comes in the form of an enemy strike on the land. This happens over and over again in the Bible. And with America, we had our strike with 9-11, and it followed the biblical pattern. And from nine eleven come all the harbingers that's how it begins it's this first shaking well when it happened to ancient Israel the prophet Isaiah you know gives a uh, there's a scripture that through him it's called, it's Isaiah nine ten. that's a central scripture of the homager and it's basically about that moment when it all begins when the, when the warnings from God begin with this initial strike but what it's revealing is that the nation instead of coming back to God which is the whole point and, and averting judgment instead responds with defiance so the actual verse is isaiah nine ten they say the bricks have fallen in this attack, but we will rebuild with with quarried stones we 're coming back stronger. The sycamore trees have been struck down in the attack, but we will plant cedars as a stronger tree in its place in other words we 're coming back stronger than ever before now in that verse is amazing, is about seven of the nine harbingers right there that appeared in America. each of them, the nine of them are in that 's in the harbinger reveals what happened. Some of the signs appeared in New York City, some in washington d c some involved you know, American leaders, you know, even, even a leader, a, a famous American leader, pronouncing judgment on America the day after 9-11 without even realizing what he was saying. He actually quoted this verse you know, without knowing it. But here's something I did not reveal in The Harbinger and that I reveal now. You know, this is part of the unrevealed part from before. Because I didn't know it, Jill, when I wrote The Harbinger. And that is that, that on the day of 9-11, all around America, believers were opening up their Bibles to this verse before the attack happened. All over America. There is a a Bible which most have heard of called the One Year Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if you go to that one if it's if it's called the One Year Bible because there's different versions, if it's called the One Year Bible, you open it up and open it up to this verse, Isaiah nine ten, which speaks about the attack the enemy attack on the nation, the beginning warning of judgment. Well, you open it up and you'll look in the top and you'll see a date 911 September 11th. Oh my god. in other words it was all there Jill. It and the, and the the thing is that the one year bible I mean this is this is re- all over so on the day of 911 all before the strike they're reading about the strike. Before it talks about the sycamore will fall. Well actually a sycamore falls in in New York City but they're reading about it. But the thing is Jill the the one year bible came out in the 1980s. So it was all there linking the strike on for September 11th. And the the beginning of the warning of judgment was all there. So every year on nine eleven believers were every year were opening up their Bibles to this this strike on the land before it happened. That and that, Jill, is something just that I had no idea of. I already got the thing about, you know, nine eleven and Isaiah nine ten, but I had no idea but, you know, God is so much bigger than us.
1: I hope that my listener, who is with us today, is hanging in there because you do speak at warp speed. But it (laughs) is wonderful, wonderful information, and I really appreciate this. Thank you. Before anyone realized what was happening, you're saying everybody had the chance to know. Now let's move to the next one. Tell me a little more now about Harbinger 2.
2: Well what i just shared you know is one of probably about nine different mysteries that were there on 911 that i didn't that i could not reveal in the harbinger 2 because it was either too on the harbinger 1 right because there was too much or i didn't even know it like this you know but i'll give you i'll give you one other just kind of sample of that and then we can do the what's happened since the signs that have appeared and where to where we are in the bible when god warns a nation or it's in danger of judgment there's a principle that he brings the nation back to its foundation. Um, that it says that, you know, I will bring this down, or, you know, it's almost like a house being torn down to its foundation. Bring it back. Well, well, the foundation of America's power. I'm not talking about spiritually, that's a different story, but American power, uh, there's two big powers, and one is military and one is economic. Well, when did America's military global superpower, when did it really begin? Well, it actually began, you know, it began uh, when America entered the Second World War, and, 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 it, and it never came back, it never went back after that. It became the global superpower of the world. Well, there was a building that was built to mark that, the beginning of its military rise. 1941, the year that America entered the war, and it was called the Pentagon. Well, uh, it's a symbol. Well, on 9-11, you know, everything returns to the Pentagon. I mean, that's one of the things. The other, by the way, is New York City, which is the economic power, you know, the World Trade Center. But I want, there's a mystery there. But the thing is that when was the Pentagon begun? The Pentagon was begun on, in 1941 on 9-11, 9-11. September 11th. So it all returns to the same day, the foundation. And and you know, and, and by the way, New York, the, the economic foundation of America, that was founded, Henry Hudson discovered it on nine eleven. September 11th, it all returns. And, and on that, the week, Jill, leading up to 9-11, you know, there's, a, there's an appointed scripture in every synagogue that is read, you know, from ancient times. You know, you, there's an appointed, they open up, and read. well, the, the, the scripture that was read all around the world and in New York City, leading into 9-11, was a scripture where God says in, in Deuteronomy 28, he speaks of, I will bless, here's all the blessings if you follow me, but if you don't, if you turn away, then these things are going to happen. And and one, it says that an enemy is going to come from a faraway land, and he's going to come and he's going to attack you at your gate. But the gate of America is New York City, and and he says that's where he says I will tear down what I built up, so everything goes back. But also it says that that it says he'll come like an eagle. You know, an eagle. Well, literally, it came as an eagle, like an eagle, and it literally the Hebrew says like an eagle swooping down. Well, that was nine eleven. Every single plane. But the other thing is, the first plane that began it all on the back was an image, and the image on the back of that plane of nine eleven was an image of an eagle swooping down, the biblical sign of judgment.
1: Okay, we are going to take a quick break, and everybody's going to breathe deeply, and we're going to come back to more of this incredible interview with Jonathan Kahn on Choose Life Radio.
0: Thanks for joining us today for the conversation here on Choose Life Radio. We are a listener-supported ministry. Your tax-deductible gift today helps educate hearts and minds on God's wondrous provision of life. If you'd like to send a generous gift and help us continue broadcasting on this station, you can visit our website, chooseliferadio.com. Click on the Donate button and follow the directions. You can give online, or if you're more comfortable, simply mail us a check. Our P.O. Box is listed on the website. Choose Life Radio focuses on the sanctity of human life from conception. And your kind and generous gift today, well, it makes this broadcast a reality. When you make your gift, please indicate the call letters of this station. And while you're visiting ChooseLifeRadio.com, we'd love to hear from you in other ways. You can email Jill directly or connect through social media. And remember, all of our past broadcasts are available to you as podcasts in our archive section. So meet up with us today at ChooseLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Choose Life Radio. I'm Jill Taylor, your host, and our guest today is Jonathan Kahn. And I'm not going to say anything more except if you missed the beginning, you got to go back to the podcast. Jonathan, tell us a little bit more. You were on a run there.
2: <laughs> sure. That's a little sample of what has what was the called well, the unrevealed in the harbinger two of what I couldn't reveal until now that's affecting us now. The second part is what's happened since. I'll give it just a little sample of it. We'll get to where we are now, and that is because the harbingers have not stopped. Um, there's something called the judgment tree, which uh, a tree at Ground Zero. It's one of the nine harbingers actually, but something happened there since. I won't go into it, but I'll mention uh, uh, two quick things. One is on the day when. Israel well, Jerusalem, the walls were breached, and once when the Nebuchadnezzar breached the defensive walls, it was the beginning of the end it was sign, it was a sign that that the the hedge of protection around the nation was gone. They're going to be judged. Well, the day was called the ninth of Tammuz, that the, the the biblical month of Tammuz, and and it became a day of mourning, and it's still to this day in the Hebrew calendar it's the day of tragedy, the ninth of Tammuz, the beginning of judgment, the removal of the walls. Well, you know, one of the things that happened since the Harbinger, you know, won, uh, uh, is America has been racing away from God, and as we all know, and and the, the the Supreme Court, America basically struck down marriage as we know it in the Bible, major. Th- and marriage is a hedge that protects the nation, the civilization. Well, it was on it was on uh, June twenty sixth, uh, two thousand fifteen. But on the Hebrew calendar, it was the ninth of Tammuz the day that the walls, the hedge, is removed, and judgment with the nation. And one other I'll give you one other, just, just a little, just can do very, you know, quick uh, taste of this. Another thing is that, you know, when, when the last days of ancient Israel, images of the gods or idols appear in the land, Ezekiel was taken to the temple, and, and he sees this image, and the god says, well, now this is judgment. Well, here is, something happened in, in and actually it was right after the Supreme Court did that. An image appears in New York. City. It's an image of a false god. And it's the, the largest image of a false god on the planet. At the head alone was like 300 feet. It was projected onto the Empire State Building. Literally, they turned the Empire State Building into an idol. And, so, and, the, and the god was the god Kali, from India, which is the god of darkness. And literally, they're using light to project the god of darkness. Well, the Bible says, Woe to those who put darkness for light. On that day, what was a day that there was it was it was a Sabbath. it was an appointed word in god's word read in New York City, all around the world and in New York City, and the word was warning the nation, do not make an image of this of a God. it will lead to your judgment and so and Kali's the God of darkness and destruction. Over New York City. I mean, that's just a little thing. Now, now I'm going to speaking of that. Let me move to where we are now. Okay, the the um, there's so much, so you, know, you get that impression. I'm trying to do the best. Uh, one is that what was written in the Harbinger one. When I when I look back at the original book Harbinger, there's a chapter called Things to Come, and when I looked at it, it actually it speaks about what's going to happen and the, the template. It's coming true now. The template is that you know there's that first strike, you know, the, and then in the Bible there's years given to the nation to come back, or to, and, and return, or head to judgment. Well, it says, what will happen? Well, if it doesn't come back, shakings will come on it. And when I look back at the Harbinger and the things to come, that chapter, it speaks about how that will come. It says the nation will be divided. There will be a civil disorder. There will be natural disaster, it, but also there will also be the breakdown of the economy, breakdown of infrastructure, kind of the disintegration. And here's the thing, Jill. The question is asked in the original book, the Harbinger, and it's answered in the Harbinger Too. It says, how long is it between that first strike in the Bible and the coming of greater shakings on the land? Well, the answer is that, and actually, it's it's begun in. It's spoken of in the harbinger itself, but it's really open. And the answer is, it's 19 years. It was 19 year, a 19 year period from that first strike in the Bible to when the great shakings come to land. Well, 9/11 happened in 2001. When is the 19th year
1: uh, of yeah. shakings? We're it's in it.
2: In 2020. Mm-hmm, yep. And so and, and it all happened. So for years, Jill, I'm looking at the year 2020, and I'm saying, Lord, is it going to happen? Is it going to be the year of shaking? And it was. And one of the ways that the shakings come, the prophet Jeremiah speaks of it, is on the 19th year, it comes in the form of a plague. That's one of the shakings. And so we have it. So for years, I was wondering, so we are here. And so it, there's, a, there's a chapter called the 19th year mystery, but now, speaking of the plague, I know that. An issue that is very dear to your heart has to do with the children. And I will just tell you, and you know I'll give you I'll give you a, you a chance to read that it's um this mystery will link up with what's on your heart,
1: so we're going to talk a little bit here at the end about abortion and the fact that we are killing babies at a, yes. a warp speed again, we're talking warp yes. speed. And so, yes, that is absolutely breaking the heart of God. It's the gift that he gives us, life.
2: Yeah, and Jill, this is what this very sin, you know, speaking of what we just said, you know, we said in the 19th year this thing happens and, and a plague, Jeremiah says the, this these things that are going to happen in the 19th year are linked to what you did to the children. Judgment came upon Israel because of what they did to the, they offered up their children as sacrifices. Well, they killed thousands. We have killed millions, Sixty million. And the thing is it that now here's the, here's the uh, some amazing things here first of all this generation has killed more children than any other in the history of the world. I'm talking about all around the world, number one. But America has had a leading part. America is one of the top nations of killing children and kills them later in the, in the, in the womb than, than most any nation. But also, America led much of the world into abortion as well. Right. But the thing is that, that, that when the judgment came in the 19th year of Jeremiah, it, it's linked to what they did with their children. Where did the, this plague most strike in America, more than any place, and it was New York. We all remember that. New York City became the capital of the plague. What is the, the abortion capital of America? New York City. And so it returned the same place. The day that there were headlines all around America of, that the plague had first come to America, the, the day that it, it was announced and then it came, the headlines the next day, all over America, the day was January 22nd. That was the same day, anniversary, that America legalized the killing of children. And it was the one-year anniversary exactly to the day that New York passed that gruesome law that killing children to the point of birth and lit up. By the way, lit up the World Trade Center, which is one of the nine harbingers to celebrate it. And one year later, it comes. It comes. And and there is so much to this. I mean, to the exact date. Um, I'll tell you another thing. You know, we're we're now dealing with with. Um, Oh, there, there, I'll tell you, there is so much, Jill, uh, to this. That's why in the book, the, in the Harbinger Two, the largest chapter is called "The Plague." It's Thursday, and it's all about this. This is an absolute law, of God. You cannot kill sixty million children and have nothing. And so we are. And by the way, you know, this was all the abortion began in America before it was legalized by the Supreme Court across the land. New York pioneered it. And New York voted for it uh, in 1970, abortion on demand, and it was uh, it was two dates in April um, that they did this. I believe it was April 9th and April 10th, 1970. Well, in the Bible, there's something called the Jubilee. It's, it could be good or it could be also not. Well, what is the Jubilee of Abortion on Demand in America from that day, 1970, is 2020. And the thing is, it struck New York, and the peak of New York happened. They, 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 they charted it. They pinpointed it. It was to April 9th and April 10th. It reached its peak. And that was the exact dates to 50 years to the days that it began in New York.
1: This is so important for our listener to, to grasp. We can't turn our attention away from not only what people are doing out there but what we are not doing about it. We have got to be spokespeople for the lives of those who can't talk, who are in the womb. And you nailed it with the issue of the abortion because I'm thinking of the in, the times in in scripture when they were literally taking 2-year-old children and and offering them as a sacrifice and seeing them killed. We are offering our children as a sacrifice to Satan. Yeah. And it doesn't get any worse than that.
2: Yeah, no. And and this and this all goes together, because this is what was happening in the last days of ancient Israel. And so when you talk about the harbinger and the signs that are happening in America, and the sins that are happening in America, and we are following the exact course, and, and it's getting worse with the agenda, the radical agenda right now, that wants to strike down you know, the Hyde Amendment, that we will all be paying for abortion directly, uh, expanding abortion to birth around America. This is dangerous. But these are the days that listen, that Jeremiah lived in, these are the days, and so we have to be like Jeremiah. We have to be like Elijah, you know, and that's the other thing to say also, with all these things. The, the Ultimately, the harbinger, too, ends with hope, and, and, and what do we need to do, and how do we stand strong in the days ahead?
1: Oh, I'm glad to hear this. This is important. <laughs> what does it hold? <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when, the, you know, when, the, when the dark gets darker, it's time for the lights of God to get brighter, and the thing is that for those who will, you know, there are many who are intimidated, but this is not the time to be silent. Island. As you said, this is the time to stand for everything. To stand for the Lord. And the thing is that it says the eyes of the Lord are searching the entire earth, looking for the one whose heart is completely His. He's going to show Himself mighty. You be that one. I'm talking to not, not just you Joe, oh, and me. I'm talking to everybody listening. You be that one. But this is the time to stand strong, be bold, do not be intimidated, because you are standing before God. And and when the dark, you know, when, when a candle shines in the night, it lights up the world. And so if if, if it's become night, you be the candle and you light up the world. These are the days of of the the apostles, you know, the the days of of the prophets when, you know, the the culture is against them. But that's your time to shine. This could be your greatest moment. For those who will stand, God will anoint you and will lift you up.
1: This is Jonathan Kahn, and he is sharing with us from this most recent book that he's written called The Harbinger Two sit down with your Bible and the book so that you really get an understanding of where he's pointing you. This has been an excellent time with you, Jonathan, and thank you and your sweet family for giving us the time with you. You have three beautiful children thank and you. and the most gorgeous wife. My goodness, you did very well, young man. I <laughs> agree, thank God's you, Thank you for that light moment and your laughter and, and also for the pain you've gone through to actually have to research and and deal with this. It's a very, very important subject, and we're so grateful you brought it to us today. Thank you.
2: Jill, thank you. It's a joy to be with you. Listen, and you have a great... I mean, you know, we're of the same heart, and and you have a great heart for the Lord, and just stay strong and a joy to be with you.
1: Well, thanks so much for being with us today. This has been a very good interview with a very learned man. We appreciate Jonathan Kahn being with us. This ministry, Choose Life Radio, is reaching out. It's touching lives. So if you would go to our website and check out how you might be a part of this, go to chooseliferadio.com, and there's a place there where you can donate by just hitting a button. We'd love to have you be a part of this ministry. Or if you'd prefer to send a check, please go to our post office box 36622 in Canton, Ohio, 44735. Again, Box 36622, Canton, Ohio, 44735. I'm Jill Taylor. It's been so great to be with you. Let's meet again next week on Choose Life Radio.
0: The preceding program was sponsored by the Choose Life Radio Network of Canton, Ohio.